Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. New St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Happy Friday to you. Well, that's a bad sign. I forgot my uh, headphones in my office, which is probably 40 yards away, and I walked real fast, and I'm really out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever run to a microphone. Yeah. Not great. That's the old school, you. like, don't ever run to the microphone. I've done oh. it, though. Have you ever done it bad? Like, when you I get there, and you're, like, you're, like, hitting yes. the cop button because you're like... <gasps> <laughs> I did it at the ballpark. Yeah. I was in a tunnel. And yeah. I, had to, I had to get to where I was. I, didn't, I forgot what time it was, and I was... I was with my oh, family, yeah. my parents, and my wife, and my parents said something like, yeah, hey, we'll probably just walk it. Do you mind, you, you mind walking? And I found myself saying completely seriously, as long as there's not any stairs. And my wife goes, that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> no. I was like, as long as there's not any stairs, I'm a-okay. If there's stairs, nope. Y'all going to have to carry me. Um, okay, so we have a new old cardinal, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no, the... Uh, the old tweeter is exploding over uh, the Cardinals bringing back Matt Carpenter. So yeah. it's one-year deal. They're paying him the minimum because the Braves acquired him from the Padres while he was still under contract, mm-hmm. right? And then they released him. So they owe him $5.5 million this year. The wow. Cardinals only have to pay the minimum, and the Braves have to cover the rest. So there's no financial cost. It's kind of a weird move because he hasn't been a good hitter for five years. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he had a month in New York where he was really good. That's about it. Uh, and he doesn't really have a position. Like, he's a pinch hitter. That's yeah. basically what it is. Um, but the worst case is, if it doesn't work, you just send him home. Like, there's no real big downside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been texting with uh, the sports guys, with Aki and and uh, Matt Pauly and, and Steve what Moore. Calling him? Yeah, that's what I call that's him. That's a new one. Yeah. I didn't hear that. You know what? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a, must wow, be a sports bro thing. he still makes me call him Mr. Ackerman. But Mr. Ackerman. <laughs> uh, like, makes me call him Dr. Ackerman. Tom and... Uh, <laughs> Tom and Polly and I are, you know, we text and our boss Steve is on there too. And I'm just like, my worry is not what he means coming in, but more what it means they're not going to do, which is, which is address part of the bench. Cause this is a bench move. He's not coming into play. He's not going to play over Goldschmidt or Arenado or Donovan or Gorman. He's not going to play over Lars Newtbar. He's not going to play over any of the guys that are in the lineup as we come into 2024. But their bench doesn't have like a real infielder. They don't have an infielder who can run a little bit, who can play shortstop and play second base. They have a lot of people who can play second base, but one of them is going to be in center field and Tommy Edmond. Mm-hmm. One of them will be DHing on a regular basis, whether it's Donovan or Gorman, and the other will be playing second base. And their one weakness is they don't really have a good infielder for the bench. 
And if Carpenter makes the team and nothing else changes, you have him, you have Alec Burleson, who's another big, slow, left-handed hitter who doesn't play defense particularly well and doesn't run well. You have a backup catcher, which is going to be Yvonne Herrera, who I really like, but he's still a backup catcher, which means he's not going to play shortstop. He's not a good runner, like none of that. And then you have Dylan Carlson, who's your fourth outfielder. Um, so I would have loved that last guy to be an infielder, like a, a guy that can actually catch ground balls and play defense. And that's not Carpenter. No, no, I wouldn't put him in the field. I mean, he's just, he's never been a great defender, but I mean, so, he's 38 now, I think. So what yes, would, 38. I understand that there's not a lot of downside. What, right. What's the league minimum? Uh, 740,000. Okay. Uh, so... I mean, it sounds like a lot of money to me. Um, okay. <laughs> put it this way. It's less than 1% of yeah, the Cardinals payroll. Not a big downside. Right. But what is the upside? What's the best case? Well, he does what he did with New York. That's the best case, right? In, and in, they loved him for that time in, that he in, was doing it. In yeah. 2022, he put up ridiculous numbers with the Yankees, but a very short time. It was like Getting one hurt. It was like one really hot month. Yep. Um, the numbers were stupid, though. He hit over 300 tons of power, like ridiculous, like 700 slug. he's in the game, it means someone's not in the game, mm-hmm. right? So most he, likely he's going to be a pinch hitter, though, right? Like, most likely that's the role. Late inning, hmm. you need a home run, right-handed pitcher on the mound, maybe a right-handed hitter coming up that's yeah. – uh, or let's say, for just as an example, uh, Dylan Carlson's in the game. He has struggled against right-handed pitching, something he acknowledged with us when we were talking to him yeah. uh, on Monday. Um, and you need you need a pinch hitter. It's a one run game. Like that that there are spots where he would fit that. Yeah, again, the, the pinch hitter is not as valuable as it used to be. No, no, because you've got a DH and right. pitchers aren't hitting, and you don't need to sub right. them out. That, so. That's that's exactly right. And also, my other concern that I voiced with the other sports dudes, uh, I'd love. I mean, I think I think you'll agree, Ronji, is that when he's getting at bats, it means Alec Burleson will not, or Ivan Herrera will not. Right? I mean. Those are two younger players that are very talented offensive players that are also going to be on the bench. So any at-bat that's taken by an older guy is going to limit their opportunities to perform. So and once, maybe it won't, though. Like, if, if if they outperform Carpenter, they'll play. Or I'd be shocked if they didn't. So obviously, on social media, people will be taking both oh, sides. Oh, yeah. No, there's no both sides. Really? Are on social media, there is this? one. Oh, yes. Okay. For the reasons that you're stating. No, 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 no. Way more irrational than that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So here's the, I think, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Raj, but the the reaction on Twitter, which by the way, again, reminder, only about 20% of people are on Twitter. This is not the majority of Cardinal fans, but these are diehard Cardinal fans. These are people that live and die with every move. Their complaint is Cardinals taking a cheap way out Mm -hmm. and not signing a player who's better for a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? The kind of the infielder that I'm talking about, something like that. What would that guy cost? Uh, I don't know. Probably a few million dollars. Yeah. Probably three million dollars. So probably five times what you're paying Matt Carpenter. Okay. Um, the other complaint is retread. Been there, done that. We know what they always do. The other worry is based on what happened before, which is they kept playing him even when he was bad, but that was also when they owed him a lot of money and had years left on the contract. There's no reason to do that now. Because it's a one-year deal. If he's bad, they can just send him home, and it's not it's not that thing. Okay, but so I clearly remember him being with us before. Yes. But for those fans out there who are like me, who are like, I remember him. He had a beard. Uh, <laughs> who has he been over his career? And he was an all-star at his peak. When he, when he was at his peak, he was a, yeah, really a, a fantastic hitter. Yeah. Like truly legit. You know, twenty plus home runs, forty doubles, high on base. He's still that, by the way. He'll still draw walks. He, He's one of the best around at controlling the strike zone. 
Uh, but his bat has slowed down. He's not creating the power that he used to. My view in watching him is he has to cheat a little bit to get to power, which has made him more susceptible to strikeouts. And uh, his strikeout rate reflects that over the last four or five years. But at his peak, he was one of the two or three best Cardinals players. I mean, he was a, he was an all-star. Um, and then he started having core injuries, lower back, abdominal injuries. And from that point forward, it just declined. And, and this is what I would say about the Cardinals fans on Twitter. And you're right. They don't represent everybody. It's smaller. Percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a more intense, but percentage. they are your, they are your P ones though. Those are the but people that pay attention. Those are the people who pay attention. And I would guess that they're not all that far off from how, if, if you stopped a, a, a typical Cardinals fan now, you know, like a, a casual fan and said, Hey, they're bringing back Matt Carpenter. I bet the reaction you would get is, Oh, really? Yeah, not like not anger, not like yes, we're right. bringing him back. It's like really they're doing that again, and I don't think people are wrong necessarily to want them to you know do something significant. They they help the pitching staff. Yep, I don't know how good that rotation's ultimately going to be, but they did address it yep. during the off season. What Cardinals fans want, and we I sort of made this point at the end of the show. It's not about it's not about catching up with whoever you think the Brewers and the Cubs and the Reds are. It's about getting as close as you can to the Braves. Those are the teams you need to compete with. And I think that if you ask most Cardinals fans, that's how they feel, and that is a totally reasonable position. Yeah. See, totally the, reasonable. The thing with this is because of how it ended here, the intense fans have a bad taste in their mouth, and they're worried that that's going to get repeated with Carpenter. And they're worried that it's a sign of complacency. I don't necessarily share those concerns. That's not something that I'm worried about. I don't think they're going to be bound into anything. If he doesn't hit, I think they're going to send him home uh, because they don't have any reason not to with with what they're paying him. But again, my worry is more about the makeup of the roster and what you have and don't have. And I'm, I find it weird that you'll go in, and they might not, again, they might not. This could still change. I mean, this, there's no guarantee of sure. anything. The worry is... You go in with a limited bench and you have limited options, you know, for the times, for example, when a guy is a little dinged up, not enough to go on the injured list, but he's going to miss a few days. Well, then what? Yeah. Now you're playing people out of position. Now you're going to be doing some things you probably don't want to do. I'm more of a fan of a balanced bench that can cover a little bit of everything can rather than guys that are outfielders a day off. I would not. I, yeah, I would not. not put him in the outfield. He is one of the. I don't know what percentage. I'd say he's probably in the bottom 5% of, of running speed in Major League Baseball. He's one of the slowest people in baseball. He was, at one point, and I hate doing this, by the way, because I like Matt Carpenter. He's a good guy and was a really good player for a long time. I was time. Just thinking the same thing. I know. It's like if five years from now, they're like, oh, guess who they hired over here? Yeah. Dave Glover. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah. guy so long I know. the two, they're like, well, that's the part, you, cake. Also, it's the part uh, that sucks, though. But like, but Dave, yeah. let's be honest. If you had fallen to 60th in the ratings, those concerns would be right, right? Also, if if I get fired he, and it was because I was doing a terrible job, they would be right to say, that I was doing a terrible job, and I feel bad about that because I do really like Matt Carpenter. Well, yeah, I do too, but also that's the job, and yep. you're yep. well yep. compensated yep. to do that job, and that's that's the deal. You, you've got people who are passionate and care and want their teams to win, yep. and if they say, I don't think this guy's any good anymore, and that's the worst thing that happens to you while you collect <laughs> your millions, right. you're fine. But he also knows. I mean, he knows where he is in the league. He knows what he can do. He knows his performance, so it does... Yeah, on the surface, it can sound 
harsh, but you can say, like you said, we like Matt Carpenter. He's a great guy. There's the nostalgia factor. But here's the big where leagues, baby. It's the big leagues. Well, I think that there are fans like you guys and my son, Nick, who's a nerd like you. Then there are fans like me who like going to the ball game and having a yeah. beer and a hot dog. And there is the argument that you guys will make and the people on Twitter who are super into it. But for people like me, it's more about the optics. And I said to Nick last Good night, point. He, he came over for pizza and we're talking about the Cardinals. And I said to him what I've said to you guys. I could be completely wrong. I know the the Cardinals have ponied up to get like Arenado and Sonny Gray, but it seems like they're also really fond of a bargain. Like we're going to bet that this person who's not done well will do better and then we'll get more than our money's worth. And there's nothing wrong with that. People do it in all every, kinds of Every businesses. team does it too, but. But we seem to, that seems to be like a real move of ours. Yeah. And this one to me, like when I heard that Carpenter's coming back, and I'm sure he's a very nice man, it, it hit me in that bruise I have where it's like, oh, we're doing this again. Yeah. If, if, there's, yeah. if there is a lot of Cardinals fans pushing back against this move, it's not because the move itself is financially damaging or prevents them from whatever. It's it's that it, it's we see what they are doing. Now we can also see what they're not doing. And it's about what they are not doing yeah, that yeah. might irritate some yeah. fans. And that, I get that. I that's think that's my concern. Why it's not a, I'm not a panic. I'm not like the season's lost. It's not that. This is not at that level. Right? This is this is your 26th man is what we're talking about. We're talking about a back end of the bench type player that you're bringing in. It's not something that's going to, this will not change whether or not you make the playoffs in my opinion. But that said, just as a baseball nerd, I'm looking at a roster that has some weaknesses. And by the way, you have those weaknesses at triple a too. They don't have people that can play shortstop. It's it's aside from catcher, the toughest position to fill. Now, they have two guys at the major league level that can do it. Mason Wynn, mm-hmm. if, assuming he hits well enough to play, which I think he will. And then Tommy Edmond, who's going to be the center fielder if he's not playing at shortstop. There isn't much in the organization near the top levels at that position. I know that the kid they got from Texas, uh, Sajisi, has played shortstop most most scouting people think he's eventually an outfielder. Let's say that Mason Wynn uh, continues to play great in the field, but he hits 180. Oh, can't do what that. What do they do with him? Send him to AAA. Wow. You can't hit 180. I mean, well, look, just as an example, I know it's a different position, but look what happened with Jordan Walker last year. I mean, yeah. Jordan Walker was, was not great, but also not that terrible when he got sent down, but they wanted him to work on hitting the ball in the air to hit home runs. And they sent him down to work on it. If Mason Wynn's hitting a buck eighty, they're going to have to send him. There, down. There's one way they can get away with it is if everybody else is crushing, right? But it may not and be good for his development. Th- th- they would have to figure that part out, right? Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? 
Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. One twenty-five DGS. Happy Friday to you. Uh, so we just talked about uh, Matt Carpenter. The Cardinals are bringing him back. Uh, only paying about $700,000 of his salary, so not a big downside. But according to Wheels and Rons, that takes away a spot that they'd rather see go to a really good backup infielder. Let's continue with sports here a little bit. I figured I had to be missing something about the story I just read about 20 minutes ago that said that Sports Illustrated has fired, laid off its entire staff. Yeah. Does that mean it's going out of business? Basically, yeah. Well, I, they have been using AI to write articles. Well, they got in trouble for it. They I think they stopped. Right. Yeah. So, um, and, and it's a, a venture capitalist bought it, and that's what they do. As soon as they take over, does that over, take away all of its value? They. So I still don't quite understand how this works, but um, we've talked to people about this. That when a a venture capitalist comes in, like Alden, which buys a lot of the newspapers, Alden Global, and they just tear them apart. Um, they end up selling the assets and the yeah. assets are literally things like the printing presses mm-hmm. and they sell, they, there are value, there's value in all this stuff. I don't quite get it, but that's what ends up happening. So they'll do the same thing with sports illustrated. They'll probably sell off the pieces that are valuable and then they'll make money and that's it. Yeah. Then, and then a lot of times what they can do is turn around and resell the brand because mm-hmm. you're buying it low. You're buying a distressed asset, right? right. You're buying something way cheaper and then once it's completely done, you can then turn around and sell the name Sports Illustrated yeah. to someone that wants the name to continue. Not that they will, but I mean, that's kind of the idea. Yeah. So Sports Illustrated was a big deal to me when I was young. Yeah. I haven't looked at one in 30 years, probably. Well, there you go. Because they don't it's, invest in it. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No, yeah. it's a, it, the problem, I would argue that Sports Illustrated is probably the poster child for the old school sports media outlet that never adapted. Mm-hmm. Their website has always been trash. They were never good enough as a website, as a web presence, to challenge ESPN, CBS Sports, Fox Sports. I mean, there's just there's billions of sports sites out there, and their sports, their website was trash. Yeah. And when your whole thing, essentially, look, it's in the name. Their whole thing is pictures. Well, pictures are online everywhere immediately now. You're not waiting a week to get your magazine to get that beautiful picture. You got it on your phone. It's it's your it's your wallpaper. It's your it's your what do you call it? Your uh, open opening screen. Yeah, what am I spacing on that. Your screensaver. Your, no, lock yeah, screen. whatever, whatever. Lock yeah, screen. your lock screen. That's Best it. In the business. People. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> 152 DGS. Happy Friday. Um, how long did it take you and Wheels and I to eat that Casey's Pizza? Uh, Andrew stopped by the Casey's Pizza. South Roxanna or Hartford? Uh, Hartford. Okay. I'm more of a South Roxanna Casey's guy. Before yeah, yeah. I drive and, right by the Hartford. And uh, <laughs> Andrew and I just wanted to microwave it, but uh, yeah. senior fancy pants over here. I wanted, wanted to heat to up the oven. Put it yeah. in the oven and wow. get it nice and crispy. I got overruled. Yeah. Do you do the thing when you reheat uh, pizza like in a skillet? With olive yeah, oil? Yeah, I've done that. Whoa, what's this yeah, now? it's really oh, good. Yeah. You know what else is really good is Instead of- you microwave it for like 30 seconds, and then you put it under the broiler for a minute or two. Boom. It's awesome. Get a skillet, a little bit of olive oil in the pan, put the pizza slice in it, cover it, 
So the cheese will melt, and then the bottom gets really crispy. It's great. You guys ever do the thing where you just, like, leave it just on a dashboard in a hot car? (laughs) (laughs) Just direct on the the dashboard surface and just leave it there for a couple uh, hours? I'm a big air fryer guy. In fact, when I order a pizza and it's fresh... I usually put it in the air fryer before I eat it. Yeah, that's my go-to now that, that our, in our, our stove is an air fryer. So you can just slide on the pan. You do spray the bottom a little bit because then you get that crisp you're talking about. Yeah. Air fryer is a killer for There's pizza. There's this meme that I keep seeing that's like my parents at age 30 and it's like, let's have, let's have a, let's get a second house for our fourth child. <laughs> and then it's like me at age 30 and it's like, you could put anything in this air fryer for real. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get Casey's delivered to my house, I would never get any other kind of pizza. Mm, I didn't even know that you could pizza. get a full box, like a pizza box. Oh, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just order it. You Go ahead on the app and, and I don't. Yeah, uh, say they can't show up and just grab that, right? Can I tell you? It's not uh, hot and ready. Last yeah, time in, ready. Uh, in South Roxana, uh, I walked in. The guy goes, "Hey, Dave, I loaded you up on top." Wow! <laughs> I'm like, right on. That's brother. nice. It was nice too. <laughs> nice you to know, be seen, right? The the worst part about ordering a pizza is the box. Is I hate disposing of the box. It's like you know, it doesn't you fit know, anywhere. It doesn't fit anywhere. It doesn't fit in the garbage can. You can't really. You're not really supposed to put it in recycling. There, there are certain places, and I haven't found one in St. Louis that does it. But all that they'll they'll send it to you with the little cardboard thing you put it on top of, and then slide it into a paper bag, and it's so great. Why, why can't we do that? Why can't every place do that? I don't know. I find it funny. We just haven't had an innovation in delivering pizzas. There's for an innovation right there. A hundred years. Uh, what a strange left turn. Bud cicadas. Hmm. We're all familiar with cicadas. Yeah. I like them on my Locust pizza. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 17-year and the 13-year cicadas are coming out this year at the oh, same no. time. Oh, no. Hasn't happened since 1803 when Thomas Jefferson was president. Wow. So I remember back Cicada when Nick was a kid, we had it really bad to where you had to take a tennis racket with you to get to the car. <laughs> and I think it's more of a southern thing. Like a Louisiana purchase. We had kind of thing. we had them in Michigan and stuff, but not like that. But this year's going to be really bad. Huh? It's going to be noisy. Kind of exciting though. Is it? I think so. I think so too. Yeah. Well, you say that you live in the city, you're not going to have any. No, you never know. City cicadas—they're the scariest kind. <laughs> That's right. I live by a park, <laughs> Kevin. They take out the squirrels. <laughs> we all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing, and once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.